For Channel 8 News, I'm Durgan Thornhammer. Tonight, the Elves of New Horizons stage a protest against what they perceive as unfair treatment by humankind. The town guardsmen are already preparing for the worst. Will the protest go as well as the Elves hope? Or is this just the first stepping stone down a dark path? We'll find out live together tonight. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Crits and Grits. That was our uh, guest star of this episode, Jay. You probably already know him as uh, the narrator for this, I, I was going to say, wonderful campaign, but yeah. oh, 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 we're, we're average here. Stop if taking can, your own grave. It is. If I can call it audible. If I can call an audible on his intro, <laughs> it is not just our special guest, Jay. It is our special guest, Jay, the voice, trademark. The MVP. <laughs> the true MVP of Crits and Grits. Well, thank you kindly. Thank you for having me. So uh, with us tonight, uh, Jay, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Jay. I like doing voices, and these are my boys, and I'm just glad to be here. Yeah. That's all I got. I'm sorry. I love you, Jay. You're perfect. Tonight, Jay Jay will be uh, playing the role of Durgan Thornhammer, the uh, Channel 8 news anchor. You did it, too. It's not just me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I made up this character's name, and I can't even get it right. Durg Thurgerger. This dwarven newscaster is beloved by this world. Just a true celebrity. And truly neutral on affairs. All he cares about is the news. He wrote a novel, you know. What was the novel about? The news? <laughs> was Wouldn't he be really story? old by the time he published that novel? And also with us tonight is uh, Ganja. How, how you doing over there? Hey, I'm doing real good tonight. You know, it's another great night. Uh, but tonight we're going to be using the oil to some rainbow capitalism. It's a special thing that I, I created uh, solely me. Where you take money and you take, you know, love for people and everything. You mash them together and you get something beautiful. Also, I, as Alex, the player, am doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. The rainbow capitalism. Thank God I was muted because my laughter was far too loud. Also with us tonight is uh, Byron Bickler. How you doing? <clears throat> Hi. Uh, good Good evening. It's me, Byron Bickler. Um, okay. Uh, we also got... Nana here. You know, I know that uh, Ganja over there said that he invented, uh, you know, rainbow capitalism and all that, and that's fine. But, um, you know, any allegations that you hear from him or anyone else that I'm part of the rainbow alphabet mafia, it's hearsay until proven otherwise. Thank you. <laughs> and with that lovely intro, we also have Bennett. How you doing over there, Bennett? Uh, Bennett just heard all of that and went, what? Uh, uh, Bennett's, Bennett's doing fine. Bennett's, uh, not really certain about how tonight's gonna go. Uh, this could be very beneficial. Well, it could be very dangerous. We'll see how it turns out. And, uh, I'm, I'm very excited to play. Yep, uh, we, we put this protest together especially for, uh, you players because that's what you were interested in and I try to be a Yes, and DM most of the time, unless our next player does something insanely stupid. How you doing, Jenkins? Well, I would be doing better, but I was, I, I was still trying to finish my point because 
crossbows do not use arrows. They use bolts. And the difference between an arrow and a bolt can be distinguished by the length of the shaft as well as the fletching. This is going to continue while everyone's ignoring him. Okay, so we pick up our session uh, probably about 30 to 45 minutes before our last session ended. You're you're all setting up for the protest. The Quivering Tindy is setting up their stand. The town's guard is starting to file in, and you notice uh, two individuals at the front of the town guard. One is this, you know, buff, brotastic guy, and the other is this lanky uh, human that they, you can tell they're siblings. And uh, they are introduced as, if my notes will load, uh, I remember their names now. Uh, Captain how, uh, how, how, how can we tell that they're siblings? I, they call each other bro. And okay. All right. I'll accept that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> siblings don't really call each other bro or brother, but we're going to do this for the listeners. And, bro. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. Fine. Yeah. Brother. I just, I just needed that connection. <laughs> we got Chad oh, Jacobson and Virgil Jacobson, uh, captain and vice captain of the town guard, and along with the town guard that are filing in, so are two bipedal mechs piloted due to an error of, on my end of finding art for these mechs by a big titty mech pilot from the town guard. Right, correct. Spacious. Just, just as God intended. I I did not like their their spines. They they look like they probably have some very terrible spinal alignment. Uh yeah no I I I was looking for pictures of bipedal backs and did not realize that these pilots were just well endowed up top, just real top heavy mechs there. So uh, you know this is an audio weird. medium. Why don't you give us give the listeners some more uh, detail? The mechs and the pilots. Paint us a word picture. Oh my god. Uh, they're worn down like blue and silver mechs. I, I know they're green in the image that I sent you all, but... I, I was like, hard. excuse me? It, it's it's hard to find uh, good bipedal mech images. But uh, And their pilots are wearing the Townsguard tabard. That, and, and that tabard is kind of bursting at the seams because they have chosen not to wear armor. Because it will impede their movement in the mechs. I don't know. That is foolish. Yeah, very <laughs> foolish. We're, we're going with video game logic here. Uh, less armor on a woman means uh, higher AC. Look, you gotta, you gotta get the better connection with the mech. That's gonna give you that increase to, like, your dexterity, and that'll let you, uh, that, that'll boost that AC up, too. Yeah. Armor class isn't just taking a hit, it is dodging it. Yeah, mobility is key, and to assist in mobility, the girls have got to move, too. Mm-hmm. It feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. <laughs> Jay, I hope you're wearing nothing at all. I hope. I am fully clothed. I hate to disappoint you. You son of a bitch. How could you? I'm, I'm quite disappointed. <laughs> But in uh, neutral territory at the protest, you see a news booth being set up. And, uh, Jay, wh why don't you tell us what your uh, newscaster character looks like? 
you all know, or at least most of the town knows about Durgan Thornhammer. Durgan is a four foot ten hill dwarf, uh, reddish brown hair, uh, a little bit of gray streaks as he's getting up there in age. Uh, very Same. stoic gentleman. Tasteful. Uh, wears a nice suit as you do when when you are uh, giving the news and nothing but the news. And he just has a, a very calm stoicness about him. Uh, he has a cameraman, Chris, who doesn't have a traditional camera, but has kind of like a magic camera setup. So he has kind of like orbs of light that are kind of all over the um, the protest area, maybe five or six of them, and one in front of him, obviously, filming him as well. Sorry, Jay, I interrupted you during that. I did want to say uh, same about the uh, streaks in the beard. <laughs> You know, I mean, you get a little bit older, you know, you, you wisen up a little bit, things, you know, lose a little bit of color. You, you know how it goes. Look, I'm super excited about about my beard going white because my it won't go gray because I'm a ginger. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be such a Santa. It's going to be great. All right. So uh, what's everyone doing during this setup process? Um, I think Nana is doing her best to lead things. Um, I'm not sure if many of the other people have experience with this, but Nana was very active, you know, way back in the day, the civil rights movement and stuff, like, that was her jam. So she is taking control, making sure there's water bottles where there needs to be, or I guess, you know, whatever the equivalent of water bottles would be. Um, I think she is making sure um, different, like, walkways are accessible, um, so that if anything were to go down, um, people that may not want to be on the front lines, you know, children, elderly, disabled, etc., can, you know, get out without it being blocked by anyone or anything. Um, I think she's really just taking charge and literally prepping this to be a riot more than a protest. And I don't know how obvious that would be for people um, around her. Okay, is anyone else doing anything to uh, set up? Byron <clears throat> is casting Alter Self to look like Jenkins. Oh my god. That's a hot take. And, and we mm -hmm. did give you inspiration last session for doing this. So just keep in mind you have yeah. uh, one point of inspiration. All right. Anyone else? Uh, how long has this all been? Good? At least eight hours that we've. Uh, yeah, it, it's a new day. Like it, it is the last day of your uh, week long break. Fantastic. Uh, so, uh, Ganja has been casting plant growth uh, over the areas that they will be marching through. Um, and in these areas that he's been just subtly pushing into the plants, all plants in a half uh, mile radius are centered on a point within range that comes enriched for a year. Uh, they have more fruit. Um, but the other big thing is they become thick and overgrown, uh, and they become difficult terrain to move through for not us. So he's been laying down some planty magic to been make it difficult for yeah, a little bit. Well, <laughs> they've been tamed. And what about Jenkins and, uh, Bennett? Uh, Bennett's been kind of staying close with Nana making sure that it, that like she's safe 
and like um, he's probably also getting him. bossed around by Nana too. <laughs> and probably also getting bossed around by Nana. Yes. <laughs> but she's saying please, and she's being nice about it. All right. What about Jenkins? Is it... uh, Jenkins. Uh, Jenkins is going around uh, the the nearby stalls and exploring for where he can try to find a strawberry parfait. He is going back into his belief that he's in the Gintam world. Just full on. Uh, right right now, the quivering tendy stalls are just passing out uh, tendies. Tendies and water. They have little water stations set up at each of Every their... time he passes a tendy stand, he flicks a booger out of his nose. And uh, keep in mind that the quivering tendy is not charging anything for the food today. They are catering for the cause. And uh, many of the... Yeah, well, many of the waitresses in this town for the Quivering Tendi are elves. Mm. Mm-hmm. So with that, uh, I would like to say that none of you have seen Dogwood or uh, Magnolia this day, but, you know, Dandy is in the crowd with you all uh, helping you set up. Is Neko here? Uh, Neko is with Dorian at the moment. All right, because I was going to get some tin. I mean, you, you can get some road tindies. Take some tindies oh, on the road for uh, Neko. The tindies travel well? Because, like, real-life tindies don't travel well. Yeah, probably not. Like, n- not unless you use some sort of magic. These are fantasy tindies. Do fantasy tindies You know, travel? they're crisp. Mm-hmm. They uh, could yeah. have some enchanted frying oil. Are they oh, magically yeah. crisp? Uh, okay. Sweet. All right. Well, I'm gonna get some some travel attendees for my for my friend Neko. Well, does somebody have prestidigitation? That would probably fix it. Roll me oh, a d20 on the uh, uh on the attendees. Just a straight up d10, uh, d20, d10. Yep. <laughs> yeah, d10. I hate you. I got a seven. Seven tendy. Seven. Mm-hmm. Uh. These were from the bottom of the batch, so like they're not the greatest tendies, and they may not travel well. That's not very cash money of you, quivering tendy. I, they're doing this for free. Yeah. All right, I suppose it's the thought that counts. Neko, Neko is a cat. I don't know that he knows better. All right. So the crowd is starting to fill up, and so is the side of the town guard. It, it's peaceful so far. There's some elf with signs protesting. Uh, there's some people like wearing rainbow pins that are somewhat confused. And then some people with rainbow pins also holding signs in favor of elf equality. Uh, the way that we're doing this is it's not actually combat. Uh, each round is going to represent five, 10, 15 minutes, somewhere in there of the protest. And you will be reacting to the, random events that I roll on the protest table. And depending on how you react decides uh, what happens, whether or not the town guard attacks or people from your side attack, people from your side lose heart, that kind of stuff. It's going to decide how things go, and we will have our newscaster reporting on this. So what you're telling me is that we're just like one dice roll away from this being a shit show. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One dice roll or one poor action. Oh, shit. Uh, and I'm rolling our first random event now. Can I roll in? Yep, go ahead and roll that uh, initiative. I got a seven. 
Uh, oh boy, this is a good one for the start. So we're all rolling initiative right now. Okie dokie. Oh no, what have you done? A four. Why are and... my initiative rolls always so bad? A uh, 14. All right, Jeff, roll for initiative. You suck, Andrew. All right. All right, let's see. <laughs> That's a hot 11. All right. All right, so we have everyone's initiative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. And over to Durgan Thornhammer with the news. Thank you, Tom. It is my honor to be here tonight to be able to broadcast this incredible spectacle that is sure to happen tonight. Uh, Things are just starting to get underway. The uh, quivering tendy has set up a stall on the far side, apparently giving out free food to the protesters in a very kind gesture. Uh, It looks like there's a a strange uh, overgrowth on the ground. It was uh, sticking to my feet for a little bit, but it seems to have subsided, whatever it is. But it is definitely not going anywhere. Uh, The people are kind of milling about. Nothing is is getting too crazy yet. However, it does appear that a very heavy rainfall has started just about two minutes ago. As to what that's going to cause for the rest of the night, I am unsure. But because I am the most professional newscaster, I am always ready with my umbrella. Back to you in the studio. Damn, he's good. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, starting with uh, Jenkins, what do you do? Uh, you're not gonna like it. I, I'm gonna keep looking for perfect. <laughs> I, I am I am oblivious to everything going on. As you're wandering wandering through the crowd, you hear elves pipe up and go, "Is, is that Jenkins? It's Jenkins. He's the leader." And we move on to Bennett. Uh, is it like getting dark at all? It, it's one of those weird rainstorms where the sun is still out. Hey, uh, Durgan, would you care to comment on that? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, we're getting later in the day, Tom. the The sun is just starting to come close to the horizon, but it's still very bright with the rain just pouring down. I mean, it's really incredible. There's a kind of just a, a gray fog over everything, not from a fog, but just from the rain itself. I mean, it is it is just torrential. It is very surprising. That was so good. To hear with my own ears, I just have to say. So, because of your beautiful, beautiful voice, Jay. Hey, what's thank a you. Voice like you do um, so Bennett's gonna. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Bennett is going to uh, kind of dip back into the crowd a little bit, and uh, I've got a uh, I've got a glass oil flask as part of like my inventory. <laughs> And I'm going to use a dagger and, like, cut off um, some of... Uh, or Sorry, is there anybody around that has, like, a cloak? I mean, some of the elves walking around are probably wearing cloaks. Some probably just put cloaks on because it started raining. Okay. Um, do any of them look to be made of flammable material? Oh, God. <laughs> yes, but there is also is... a... We've strayed so far from the parfait search already. There is a heavy rain going on right now. Okay. Um, fine. If you're going to not allow me to build my Molotov that I want to build. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's essentially what I want to do. I want to try to build a Molotov cocktail. Okay, if you want to do that, uh, let's see, what kind of check would that be to 
be able to build it without like the rain affecting the cloth that you've taken. Uh, s- survival. Yeah, give me a survival check. Yeah, survival sounds about right. For that. You're making a fire in the rain. All it's right, gonna flat be a, thirteen. Uh, you're oh. having a little trouble with it at the Damn. moment. You 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 can give it another try on the next uh, turn. What I meant to say before that is it's going to be a DC fifteen. Damn. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> oh well. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what I was spending time doing, trying to get a Molotov to huck. Okay, Nana. What about you? Oh boy. Um, I am not willing to let the rain um disperse our protest. So I think Nana is going to be hurrying around trying to secure um rainproofing of whatever type for those who need it. Uh, starting with the people who can't really help themselves. So like maybe even just grabbing trash bags to make like ponchos. Um, okay. Uh, this yeah. one's going to be an easy perception check. Ten. A twenty-four. Okay, uh, you find enough material to uh, start, uh, you know, outfitting everyone with rainproof gear. Uh, like you said, you start with the people that can't really help themselves first. And uh, with that 24, other people catch on to what you're doing and start helping each other. So most of your crowd is in uh, just home fashion, weatherproof gear. Now we move on to Bennett. Um... Yeah, I want to try to make oh, this uh, Molotov. I, I meant Byron. I was I like, meant. again? But like, all right, that seemed uh, really fast. Yeah, no, I I get the B names mixed up. Uh, I, I guess you run the Thieves Guild. <laughs> um, <Hey. so. laughs> uh, that was good. <laughs> uh, also, it was the Adventurers Guild that did that. My bad. Yeah. Thieves Guild, Adventurers Guild, Guild Guild. Same. It's all the same. I'm from the News Guild. <laughs> and uh, there you go. So Byron, in the form of Jenkins, is going to go find Nana and ask uh, if there's anything that that he can do um, to kind of semi-competently uh, encourage the the protest. All right. Well, what we need to do is make this rain a positive thing instead of negative. Um, start distributing paints and stuff and get everyone to like paint some slogans or something on their like ponchos and cloaks and shit. Let's make this like a good thing. Hmm. Okay. Um, can we brainstorm for a second? How am I going to do that? Uh, do we have a, do we have a slogan? Are there cool slogans that people have started chanting? Gary? Uh, Bennett says over his shoulder, uh, maybe some about like, Rain won't wash us away, or something like that. I don't know. Also, as he's trying to parade, make this, yeah, I imagine there's at least glitter we can get on everything. If nothing else, just glitter <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, whatever does have a pack that is full of glitter. <laughs> oh, I cringed. <laughs> but to answer your question, uh, no one's really started any new slogans, they're all looking towards Nana and the two Jenkins. Do not make me use my... Okay. Uh, Byron... Uh, hey, y'all wanted yeah. a protest. Byron's going to get try to give a stirring speech. Um, and uh, he's going to start it by 
um, like climbing up onto a box of some sort, soap or otherwise, um, and and be like brothers and sisters, the injustice that we suffer uh, is in today. Um, even the heavens themselves weep at the injustice inflicted upon elf kind. Masterful words. Thank you. Give me a persu- uh, persuasion check uh, at advantage. Ooh, okay. Can I use my inspiration for double advantage? Because I haven't been rolling well tonight. No, double advantage doesn't exist. <laughs> double advantage? What does it mean? <laughs> I rolled the third seven in a row, and that's got to be worth something. <laughs> 20. Yay, dirty 20. I did it. Dirty 20? Okay. Uh, so you see the crowd around you begin to ignite, not literally, but, you know, metaphorically. And they are stirred by your words. Uh, and they encourage people that are trying to leave not to leave because this is just the start of everything. Um, is Jenkins in sight of this speech? Uh, I yes, think Jenkins Byron... is in <laughs> Oh, okay. I was going to say, I think Byron would attempt to not be seen in the same place as Jenkins to avoid uh, awkward... Okay, here, here's what I'll do. Give me a uh, perception check. Uh, to avoid Jenkins. We'll call it an, even uh, DC 12. 16, baby. Okay, you avoid Jenkins. Jenkins is not inside of this speech. Avoiding Jenkins is part of my backstory. <laughs> the alert, the allure of parfait consumes me. And uh, we cut over to Durgan to see if he has anything to say about the uh, stirring speech that was just given. All right, Chris, we can cut to camera two. It appears that there is uh, one lady who is doing her absolute best to cover everybody she can with ponchos. Uh, it is really a beautiful thing to see somebody just with so much outpouring of love and support. Uh, there's another gentleman who looks like he has jumped up on a soapbox and is uh, giving a speech. Uh, not exactly a master wordsmith, but it does appear that he is uh, rallying up the crowd and everybody is still in good spirits despite the rain. And we move over to Ganja in the turn order. Fantastic. Uh, Ganja... Hmm. Real quick question: Where is Lil G in all of this madness? Uh, towards the back with the stalls, like away from the front lines. Uh, so Ganja is with Lil G, um, at the moment, and he's talking business. All right, so we gotta make sure that we're watching the crowds and everything. Make sure they're following the right place and everywhere. Uh, you know, gotta make sure that they're checking out the Tendi's booth. They gotta make sure. They're checking out the uh, the sunglasses booth and everything like that. Uh, we got the voice date a couple of meters down and everything. Uh, let's see what else. You've been you've been keeping track of stock, right? You've been checking on the buttons and the sunglasses and the snap bracelets and the slap bracelets and the snap slap bracelets and all that stuff, right? The beads and the glitter gl- the glitter guns and everything. You've been watching track of that, right? Because I got I got to make sure that in the crowd the the message is spreading. The what? The message. We got to get the message out there and everything. That this is a friendly thing for business. You know, don't be anti-Elfist. I am a building. That kind of whole deal. So I'm I'm in the crowds doing that. You're making sure that the, pro- the product is still going and everything. 
Hey, we're doing great over here. They they just got a glizzy card on their side. Oh, hell yes, a glizzy card on their side. I've been waiting for one of those for you. But does a glizzy mean the same thing here as it means in my world? Hot dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what it means. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. some things are just universal. Some things are universal. But All right. If, if you want one of them glizzies, you got to cross enemy lines. Oh, God. You know, next yet next year when we're playing this again, we gotta make sure that we get that in. You know, we don't we don't want the uh, you know we don't want people crossing the picket fence or whatever the hell the thing is. The, I, the I mean, but if if the glizzy vendors are supporting the town guard and the suppression of elves, do we really want them on our side? Oh, that's true. Yeah, no, we don't want that. I mean, it's a good revenue though. It, I mean, maybe I could branch into glizzies. My my family runs oh. bakery. So, meat's not really. Rival we set up a rival <laughs> glizzies like uh, um, no. uh, the glizzy gladiator. Uh, I, we'll work on it. We'll workshop it. I like it. Um, the raw dogs. Yeah, that's it. The raw dogs. That's the raw do- raw dogs glizzies. Yeah, raw dogs glizzies. I think this will work. God. <laughs> and now we have a new canon business in progress. The All fuck right. we do. I'm let, glad that let we me, have options other than the quavering tindy now. Let me roll on the. Oh my god! Uh, I don't even have it. to be the. I don't even have to be the one that makes us question if we need to heavily edit an episode this time. Uh, of course, uh, <laughs> this would roll on the encounter table after that talk. Uh, now we Are cut over to. We cut over to Durgan. Andrew, you're tired. Let your bros carried the torch. Well, Tom, uh, I'm getting conflicting reports, but apparently there might be a gentleman going by the name of the Glizzy Gladiator with his gang of raw dogs that have taken over a part of the uh, part of the protest. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where this information is coming from, but uh, as soon as we get more info, I'll pass it on to you. However, it appears that uh, some of the more incompetent members of the town guard have decided to hold a hot dog eating competition on the back line of the town guard side. Uh, the mid-back line are now distracted, but the front is still holding strong. I'm excited to see who the winner of the eating contest is. Back to you. So, uh, that random encounter was, uh, the town guard starts a, like, the incompetent members of the town guard started a hot dog eating competition on the back lines. That one came in from, or should I just say, that one came in from Nangle. He would. <laughs> Thank you, God. That's beautiful. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say that the guard fart and shit at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're back at the top of the order. There's a heavy rain going on. And there's Town's guard in the back lines just having... Give give yourself a second, man. Just breathe. It's all right. Apparently, one of the guardsmen named Steven is already eight dogs in. He is really going for it, Tom. We start at the top of the order with Jenkins. Jenkins is going to, like, start trying to push his way as quickly as he can to check out the glizzy eating contest and hopefully find uh, some strawberry parfait to ease the competitors meal so what happens is you make your way to the front lines of the protest and then uh 
two groups of guards just like step in and block your entry. But wait, what? Is it only Glizzy's? Do is there a parfait? Town guard business. Stay on your side. Cross this line, and we're allowed to fire on you. But is there a parfait? Son, I'm going to ask you to take at least three steps back. You are getting far too close. These are some uh, of the town's it, finest, and they are throating glizzies back there. Do not interfere. <laughs> uh, Jenkins is going to take only half a step back, like, like you know, trying to convey that he's not making a like a dash yet. But he is going to say, "But is there parfait?" Yeah, we we don't do those fancy elven desserts over here. It's glizzies or nothing. <laughs> Son, if you ask me about a parfait one more time, I'm going to turn you into uh, a parfait. Is, you understand me? Jenkins is not even standing there to hear the threat from the second officer. The moment that there was no fancy elf desserts, specifically no desserts, uh, he's just started walking away. Like, his back is turned and he is already five steps deep by the time that threat started. <laughs> and I'm going to continue looking for parfait. Sorry, I had to take a moment to just compose myself before I got to the next turn. Now we have Bennett. Get this fucking Molotov going. Man has a single-minded determination. Look, it's a really useful tool, and that's an 18. (laughs) It's a Molotov. Get that Molotov started. To get his family drunk. As as someone who has been running around looking for a parfait, I applaud his single-minded determination. Uh, Durgan, what do you have to say about this, uh, Molotov? Well, I can't quite see what's going on, but it does appear there's somebody trying to make some kind of flammable device out there in the crowd. Uh, I'm not sure exactly where this is going, but I'm sure the guardsmen are not going to like this one bit. And from the, uh, town's guard side, you just hear, Glizzy, Glizzy, Glizzy. <laughs> just a chorus of town's guard chanting, uh, chanting Glizzy. But the front line is standing strong. I just wanna I just wanna tell Nangle that all of this, all of this derailment that has happened, that's yours. You did that. Good job, buddy. Okay, up next in the rotation we have Nana. Uh I think you know what I'm gonna have to do. Uh before uh, that, can we get a quick commercial break from Well fuck you too? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, give me just a moment. I'm finishing this glizzy they brought over for me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I needed a moment to compose myself again because I thought about the glizzies. All right, well, it's time to cut to ad break. Uh, today, our sponsors we'd like to thank are the Quivering Tendy Guildhall and Restaurant, where we like it hot. Come check out the Quivering Tendy today. As well as, we'd like to thank Gork's Good Mead. As Gork always says, Gork says drink! <clears throat> and we are also sponsored today by Elf Aid. The Elven Thirst Obliterator. Warning, side effects may include sudden heart stoppage, gigantism, or exploding head syndrome. My favorite is the green one. And back to Nana. Those were really good. Did you, did you just... <laughs> Jay. Jay, please. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> did you just make those up? Uh, no, we, we workshopped them about ten minutes before we started. The, the forethought job. is just we're incredible. Right. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I think Nana's going to have to capitalize on this um, and go with some new slogans, such as inequality chugs wieners. 
Um, glizzies are great. Inequality isn't. Um, I think she's going to try to, you know, make things with the posters that kind of like will make both sides kind of laugh just a little bit, but, you know, enough to appeal to both sides to be like, hey, look, we're we're all making fun of the wieners that these guys are just inhaling over there. Um, and she's not going to say out loud how much she wants them all to suffocate on them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Roll me a persuasion check for how well this goes. This is going to be a sliding scale one. 16. Uh, you're, you're getting some laughs from both sides. Like, there's one town guard member, like, in the front trying not to laugh, and there's two people next to him staring at him. Uh, the two mech pilots are just losing their shit and, you know, just bouncing as they laugh, since apparently they're, they, <laughs> they're anime titty mech pilots now. And in fact, they're probably pilot that doing the pilot thing in the weird way, like in Code Geass, where the males get to ride normally, but the females are just like, uh, lean forward, butt in the air. Uh, I thought that was Darling in the Franks. That yep. is definitely Darling in the Franks. Uh, that's also Code Geass. If you look how Colin pilots her back. Since I've seen yeah, no, no, go, go back and look at how uh, she pilots her back. I am you. only familiar with Gundam when it comes to Mecha. <laughs> okay, so next in the turn order is is Byron, who is still uh, disguised as Jenkins. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna also use the the Glizzy development. Um, and the next part of my speech is going to talk about how the town guards respect us so little that they would rather have a Glizzy gladiatorial game than give the gentle elven folk. A good then. Oh damn! All right, they'd rather have a glizzy gladiatorial game rather than give the good elven folk the uh, goddamn time of day. Tried to tried to be alliterative because people love alliteration. You you were you were you were so strong in the first half. Yeah, yeah, I get that a lot, Andrew. (laughs) All right, Uh, roll that persuasion check. Fourteen. Fourteen. So you had them in the first half, not going to lie. All right. You didn't completely lose them. Like, they're still with mm-hmm. you, but they're like, yeah, that, that first part was strong, but that, that second half, you, you could have punched up a bit. Yeah, I'm trying to do this on the People think it's, it's not. And one of the elves consoles you for a second. It's like, it, it, it's okay, man. I, I mean, you're, you're helping. That, that's all that matters. And we move on to uh, Ganja. Excellent. So the glizzies are still being globbled, right? Oh yeah, no, no, they're globbled, but they don't glob down. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're they're just raw dogging it back there. Damn, bun and all, or no bun, if you will. Um, so here's what Ganja's gonna do. So Ganja is gonna do this, uh, still kind of talking in direction of Lil G. Um, but about how far away is the glizzy eating contest? Uh, the glizzy eating contest is on the back line. So, I mean, it's close to where where we are. It's about 50 to 60 feet away from you. No sugar. Um, okay. Uh, he turns to little G and says, You got your your original, uh, the original cut, right? The uh, jural cut. 
Let's uh, let's drum up some business if you catch my drift. Well, I I thought we were just giving these away for free, you know, part of the cause. No, no, we are. We're doing it with the cause and everything. But uh, we're just going to be getting a little bit ambulatory on this while the festivities is going on. Uh, and he's going to take a little juice. Do you want, do you want mm-hmm. me, a child, to go over there? Or do you want no, one no, of- you're not getting close. I'm getting close, but, you know, we're working together. I, I got another guy here with another card. I've been expanding business. I, I can... Oh, I can send Ted over. Ted, Ted, where's Ted? Hey, Ted. Um. Yeah. Oh, I love your voice. It's fantastic. All right, Mr. Ted, listen. Uh, yeah, what's you your boss? Me, you and me, we're gonna we're gonna walk. Uh, not not too close. Not enough that we can be perceived too well. But uh, we're about, we're avoiding that thin blue line, right? Oh, we're, it's still gonna be a ways away. We're gonna be at least thirty feet away from that thin blue line. Don't worry, we need to be at least 30 feet away from it. Oh, okay. Uh, so he's going to convince um, the movement of about 30 feet closer to the uh, the thin blue line of glizzy goblin um, glops, pops. I, I tried. I'm just, All right, what you, what you need, boss? Oh, you just you just uh, drum up the business and everything. Uh, and you, you just go, two rows, two rows, get you. Get your rainbow pro elf churros. They look like they're having some fun back there. Who the the hot dog eating? Don't worry about that. I got that. Uh, and he's while they're waving around churros and everything. Um, guys, got got on uh, hot dog eating champ Elizabeth Warren. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Um. <laughs> That's really bad. I hate it. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> uh, Gondra within that thirty feet is going. Should to... I have said McGuire? Mm, I hate that more. Uh, he's going to cast Druidcraft toward uh, toward the hot dog eating contest to create the faint odor of skunk right in the middle there. Ed, I'm just gonna roll to see the. Okay, so I was rolling to see how that editorial debut, and uh, they are dispersing. Uh, I rolled a seven, so one guy is just in a corner, like, dry heaving. <laughs> Fantastic. He, he wasn't even one of the people, like, eating the hot dogs. He, he was watching, and now he's just dry heaving in a corner. Uh, a, a robot smile creeps over Ganja's face. You can't see it because he's still a robot man. Uh, but if you could, if you could see the corners of his robot lips curl, you would see it. And it's, uh, he's quite happy with that effect. And it's at this moment where, uh, uh, Jenkins gets the call from Magnol asking if he is willing to take an arrow for the revolution. And, uh, and as we had left off, uh, Jenkins was kind enough to give everyone a lesson on the difference between uh, bolts and arrows. Uh, just a question, since Jenkins is wrapped up in giving that explanation, would this count as a surprise attack? I am, like, player me, I am not against it. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Jenkins, Try your best. Jenkins Try is your a best very self-absorbed. <laughs> Jenkins is a very self self absorbed person, so uh, yeah, 
if you say it's a surprise attack, I'm not going to argue too much against it. I don't have much of a way of defending Jenkins and saying that he would be paying attention. Jenkins does a 13 hit your AC. Uh, it does not. You hear a shit from the top of the roofs, and you hear a second bolt load and fire. Uh, 22 to hit. That does hit. Okay. So it's going to be. Oh. Jenkins, you take. 38 damage. Yeah. Uh, right, uh, with a very a very loud and exasperated uh, Jenkins is just going to like flop and he's going to like kind of hit the deck like a dead fish. Oh. Mom! So in addition to that we have a roll on the table. So now we cut over to Dirk. My word, Tom, I cannot believe what I am seeing right now. It appears that a, a gentleman in the elf side of the crowd has been fired upon. He has just hit the deck. He looks like he is squirming in extreme pain. Um, however, I just happened to be nearby the, uh, the older lady who was helping with the ponchos earlier. Uh, excuse me, ma'am, could I talk to you for an interview for a moment? Um, I mean, well, they're firing on our people, so... Don't uh, worry, but everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. I just need <laughs> I just need to get s- some perspective out here. How, how are you feeling right now? Um, I'm kind of upset because they're firing on our people. First off, you know, all we want is some equality for the elves who are, you know, in every other city that I've seen, treated mm-hmm. just fine, treated normally. Absolutely. And then over here... You know, they're firing on us on a peaceful protest. I mean, look, we got glitter everywhere, and they're being the assholes. And indeed, I've noticed it's actually gotten a little bit in my eyes, but that is that is perfectly fine. Tell me, are you are you close with the gentleman who is currently just writhing in extreme pain on the ground about ten feet away from us? Uh, define close. Um, are, are you aware of who he is as a person? Oh yeah, that's Jenkins. He's a very important member in the uh, Elven um, community here, and I believe they have specifically targeted him, uh, trying to incite something on our side. You know, trying to take down one of the Elven leaders. Right, right. Tell me, tell me, how how do you think this is going to affect the rest of the protest going forward? Well, I mean, personally, I think some retaliation might be in order. You know, we came in here wanting a peaceful protest and they're firing on us. We're going to have to defend ourselves. That is absolutely understandable. Thank you, ma'am. You heard it here first, Tom. There might be retaliation coming. This might be the first step down a very dark path. Can we all hear that interview? No. <laughs> it's like it, people that are close enough can hear it, but... Gotcha. It, gotcha. I, I, didn't, I didn't know if it was I didn't know if it was like broadcasted like over like a PA system for all of us. No, it's being broadcast throughout the world. Gotcha. But okay. Nana, it's at that moment where you clock the uh two uh humans wearing shitty elf ears and blue bandanas around their uh biceps and one of them looks to the other and says Hey, Jim, you, you want one of them Blue Mountain Crush uh, elf aids? Oh, boy. I'm uh, pretty sure that that is uh, some kind of code for something. Um, are they making any kind of move towards something? Uh, they're standing next to a cooler with elf aid. And 
Jay, Jay, would you like to voice the other one? I'll, I'll give you free reign with what you want to do with this guy. Yeah, of course, Steven. I would love some Blue Mountain Crush Elfade. It's my favorite flavor out of all the flavors of Elfade. Boy, I sure am glad we're part of these protests. I know, Jim. We, we just got to stand up for elven rights here. and uh, Yeah, go elves. Yeah, go elves. I'm yeah. big, fan, big fan of the Blue Mountain Crush, too. I love those ears, and I love me some Elfade, especially Red Cherry Blast. There hey. we go. That's the sign he's a cop. He said the, the full col- the full flavor <laughs> name, not just the color. That's how you know. He didn't say red. <laughs> hey, Jim, you dare me to huck one of these Blue Mountain Crush elf aids at the uh, town's guard? Heck yeah, do it while I eat this glizzy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, mm. Anna, can you hear this? Damn it, Jay. Can you hear all of this? Yes, and you see... Uh, Steven, chuck a Blue Mountain Crush Elfade into the uh, town's guard crowd. Oh, no, no. I was going to try to stop him from doing that. Um, can can I make, like, a deck save to see if I can stop him? Uh, yeah. This one will be a dex. Uh, actually, give me acrobatics or athletics. Well, athletics. I can do athletics. Uh, that's an 18. 18? Okay. Uh. You get there and like kind of stop the bottle from going into the crowd. It hits the ground and just kind of rolls in the direction of the town's guard. Um, so, like they don't perceive it as a threat. They're just like, oh, she was trying to catch it, but you know, did not like fully get her hands on it. I played it off. Um, okay, uh, how close would at least Bennett and Ganja be. Uh, Ganja's front lines right now. I would, I would be pretty close to her. Yeah, Bennett okay. would probably be the closest to you. Um, Nana's gonna say, "Hey, Bennett, why don't you uh, round up a couple of bears and uh, make sure these guys get hydrated out back? You know, before something worse happens." With this, we go to the top of the turn order. It's uh, on Jenkins, who has just taken an arrow. Uh, Jenkins is writhing pathetically, calling out for his mother. How low that, was your HP actually? <laughs> that was what that was like a good chunk over half of my HP. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, uh, so uh, while while Jenkins is writhing in pain and calling out for his mom, uh, the he uh, has a moment of just like how badly, like how badly he wishes for the pain to go away while he's holding his hand near the bolt. Uh, and that's how he's going to discover that he has can do a little bit more than he was aware he could do in this world. Uh, I'm going to cast cure wounds on myself. <laughs> <laughs> And this is truly a great awakening for Jenkins. You're casting cure um, wounds, but a crowd of elves like starts to flock around you as you are casting cure wounds on yourself. And then some of them look back to Byron, and then they look back to you, and then they look back to Byron, and then they look back to you. Can uh, do I need to wait for my turn to take to take an action? Yes. <laughs> Shit. Uh, and I'm going to heal myself for nine, uh, and 
It is with the like and, and it's with like the the nine going uh healing. Like it is a little just like that slight bit of like I'm still in great pain, but like it's enough of a relief to realize that I'm not dying. And then I'm <laughs> so then it's gonna be like that moment and I'll be like my and I, then I will, instead of crying out for my mom, I will now start crying out for Zara. Zara, where are you? Uh, and like trying to grab for my walkie-talkie. Uh, if if you'd like, you can roll a perception check to see if you see uh, Dogwood. That's a twenty-one. Uh, you look across enemy lines and you see Dogwood in Townsguard gear with his ears covered. Uh, making his way slowly towards uh, the captain and vice captain. Uh, and because, again, Jenkins is an idiot, so then it'll be, like, looking over at the, like, where Dogwood's at. Uh, so I'm going to be looking at the peace officers uh, and then cry out, Zara, they're attacking us! Uh, and kind of like put like my free, like oh, just as much as I can while in pain, like kind of motion my arm that way, uh, so that it's just there attacking us while I'm pointing at the peace officers with all the elves around me. And uh, Dogwood does nothing, he just puts one finger over his mouth and looks directly at you. Uh, and I will still be going. They're attacking us while, like, while motioning towards the peace officers. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not really calling more attention to to Dogwood, but I'm also not clarifying who is attacking us to all the elves that's around me. And with that, we move on to Bennett's turn. Um. All right. So Nana, what was the last thing that you just said to me? Um, something, something, these guys need some, uh, refreshments out back or something. Like, Nana's basically coding, saying, get these guys where they can't make more trouble. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't really know what to do with that. Uh, let's see, let's oh, see. Oh, she told All you right. to grab some of the bears. Some of the bears. Oh, right. I forgot about those. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, guys, uh, come with me. We're going to get these uh, nerds out of harm's way. What you need? Uh, the, these two over here, they're, they're about to cause a problem, and we don't want to have that happen. Oh, oh, those two cops? Yeah, yeah, the cops. Yeah, I mean, they're clearly cops. I don't see how you guys didn't notice this before. Yeah, I was uh, I was trying to be kind of subtle about it, but uh, yeah, the cops. Yeah, I I mean they call the elf aid by its flavor, not its color. Yeah, who who the hell says red cherry crush like some kind of cop? <laughs> this guy, uh, the, these fucking mooks, fucking mooks. All right, so you, you want us to like uh, just escort them out, or I mean, we, we don't really want to kick any ass today. Let's just uh, let's let, let's just get in get him down an alley and uh, out of out of harm's way. Let's. That'll work for me. We don't want any misunderstandings. We thought we were here for another reason, 
and that's a misunderstanding. But uh, I mean, anything to help Elf rights. Yeah, no problem at all. Glad we don't got to fight, though. I gave blood at the blood bank early. I'm still a little bit woozy. And uh, these two uh, burly dwarves just kind of gingerly escort the two officers down an alley. Um, no, I'm not going to follow them. I'm not feeling that murdery today. And we move on to Nana's turn. Uh, Nana is resisting um, the overpowering urge to follow them down the alley <laughs> and uh, teach them a thing or two about how protests uh, should go, you know, civil rights, all that. Um, I think she... Does she have a way to get in touch with the people that need to continue shooting Jenkins? Uh, she's going to have to get the Rocky Talkie from Jenkins and uh, communicate with them. Alright, I would like to go try to get the Rocky Talkie from Jenkins. Uh, I'm gonna go find him. Um, and say, I see they, they got you there. Uh, why don't you give me your, your Rocky Talkie thingy and, uh, you know, let me, let me take care of this. Yeah, uh, Jenkins is still gonna, like, kind of deliriously not really be responding to that. So, uh, he, he's he not really, it? uh, he's not holding it. Like, he's not even, uh aware of like where he put it while he is calling out that he's being attacked uh um, perception check 15 if you want to try to fetch that from him uh, it's because you 13. don't know which 13 yeah she is not going to dig in his pockets either like she she'll trip him you know but she's not going <laughs> to make other physical contact with jenkins she doesn't want to touch him uh with a 13 i'll give you you have a general idea of where it is and on your next turn, you can roll with advantage to uh, find that Rocky Talkie. Works for me. Okay, now we're on to Byron, who has elves looking at him and at Jenkins, confused. Uh, Byron is going to, um, as soon as the arrow hits Jenkins, uh, like fall to his knees and like in the most dramatic way possible be like they've shot my twin brother those bastards tried to kill <laughs> Jenkins our brave leader and the twin of my life alright I'm gonna need you to roll a deception check I'm gonna use my advantage on that wait maybe uh, we're, we're, no Yes, I'm going to use my inspiration. Yes. I'm just going to give you the DC on that, but go ahead and roll. Nah, baby, it's a 19. I crush your DC. <laughs> With a 19, you convince the elves that, hey, yeah, you are twins. And some of them start working out theories in their own heads. Like, you can see the numbers floating by and the different moments of time. Like, you can see that in their eyes. Not literally, but metaphorically. And, like, so we've had two leaders this entire time. There have been two Jenkins leading this revolution. Yes, I, definitely. That's how... That's the truth. That's how he was able to be at the ramen shop and not get caught. Maybe. I don't know. This is all weird. Twins leading a revolution. Uh, 
And we, we cut over to Dirk. <laughs> thoughts on the matter. Well, Tom, the lady that we interviewed earlier is really proving herself to be a starlet of this protest tonight. It appears that she went over to the gentleman who is being shot at and is trying her best to help him out of the goodness of her heart. She really is just a wonderful person. I can only imagine she must be a very, very kind individual. Uh, it does also appear that the, uh, the gentleman that was shot appears to have a twin brother who has also come to his aid. Uh, it seems that the uh, other elves in the area are a bit confused, uh, but it seems like they are uh, working out the situation. Uh, also, there were two gentlemen that were uh, removed by two dwarves. It looks like they were there to start trouble. Thankfully, that has already been quelled. We don't need any more accidents or danger happening here tonight, Tom. But before I throw it back over, and we need to take another moment to thank some more of our sponsors. Now let's cut away to that ad break. <clears throat> hey, yous, come on down to the Golden Cobo Buffet. Is it good? No. Is it food? Probably. Looking to make some extra gold in time for the holidays? Come on down to Strahd's Blood Bank. But please, leave your crosses at the door. And again, we'd like to thank our other sponsor, ElfAid, the Elven Thirst Obliterator. Warning, side effects may include sudden heart stoppage, gigantism, or exploding head syndrome. And again, green is obviously the best flavor. Back to you in the studio, Tom. All right, uh, next up in the order, we have Ganja. So Ganja's mission of uh, spreading capitalism going pretty well, I think. Uh, he's getting that ad revenue uh, coming around thanks to Lil G and... What was his name? Ted? Uh, does he talk a lot? Does Ted, Ted talk? Uh, Ted doesn't really talk that much. Oh. Ted, Ted's just there to work. Ted work, not Ted talk. Got it. Um, uh, he okay. is going to see talk that... Ted if you want. <laughs> no, he's not going to talk with Ted. No, God, no. He's beneath him. Anyway, uh, oh, he's going oh, to see everything going on with Ganja. Or not Ganja, sorry. With Jenkins running over there. Clank, clank, clanking. Regardless of the pollution still on, are we all good still? Uh, yeah, but he's gonna, you know, see the bolt flying and cops being dispersed that he can't tell her cops, of course. Uh, and just kind of peek over and say, oh, I guess everything's going all right over there. Just keep the capitalism a rolling, a spinning, and everything. Uh, adver advertising these pretty well. I think everything's gone. Tom, um, I hate to cut in like this, but we apparently have breaking news. The elven metal band Thunderthrust has suddenly started playing a concert alongside the protest. It's amazing, they built an entire stage behind a large curtain that apparently nobody saw for the past 20 minutes. But they are, uh, they are really firing it up, they're playing their, uh, their famous song Bloody Swords, and it is just really amping up that side of the protest. And with that, you see elves, like, breaking off pieces pieces of furniture getting ready to uh just go in uh a few elves take bennett's lead and start making molotov cocktails uh and you see members from the pride community just with them uh ready to fuck shit up and, and we start at the top of the order with jenkins I, well jenkins is going to um like still like be in pain uh and it's kind of like the um, the Saving Private Ryan uh, moment where he's, you know, shell-shocked, not hearing anything, but just the, like, feedback, trying to take in all the sights around him. 
while he's just kind of muttering, like self, like subconsciously. Uh, well, I say muttering, but you know, yelling that he's been attacked. Uh, and then it's going to be kind of like snapping back into reality in a moment with hearing Nana saying the the Rocky Talkie. Um, and with that snap back to reality, it'll be uh, like Jenkins is going to like check all of his pockets really quick for the Rocky Talkie, grab the Rocky Talkie, look up to the rooftop. And... Okay, what's the big idea? I swear, don't make me, <laughs> don't make me show you why I am the greatest ranger of all, Merkwood. And the town's guard looks at you confused, and like they start looking at each other. And you hear, uh, "Did you shoot him? No, no. Did did you?" And they're they're trying to figure out who shot Jenkins. I'm gonna go back into the rocky talking. It's like, now you better say you're sorry. Or there's going to be an actual arrow coming at you instead of a bolt. I mean, I can shoot you again if you want, Chuck. I am going to get my bow out. <laughs> I won't... There won't be a second warning. Uh, okay, so what we're going to do here is oppose dexterity checks. If you lose, she fires a bolt at you. If you win this check, uh... You fire before uh, she fires a bolt. Right, uh, 22. That's a 21. <laughs> High rollies! <laughs> We're both very impressive uh, dexterity rolls. GG. So uh, you managed to get that arrow off. And now Jenkins, uh, ever a knight in shining armor, um, I would just be aiming at, like... At her crossbow, just to like knock it off of trajectory or out of her hands. Okay, you like managed this. to uh, snap one of the string on one of her crossbows, so the bolt doesn't even fire. And we cut over to Durgan. Um, it appears that there has been a standoff with the gentleman that was shot earlier. Uh, it looks like he's been able to fire off a shot at whoever was his attacker, and it seemed to have disabled them for the time being. This is really turning into quite the show down here. Uh, however, on the other side, I have exciting news to mention that the uh, glizzy eating contest has in fact ended. It looks like the winner was a 30-year uh, veteran officer named, uh, let me check my papers here, uh, Glizabeth Warren. Uh, with a total of 57 wieners. I mean, it is, it's really incredible that somebody's stomach is that large. And with that next in the order is uh, uh, Bennett. Um, uh, yeah, Bennett doesn't really... I mean, what was the last thing that Nana did? Cause... Uh, I was trying to get the Rocky Talkie. Ah, uh... uh I'm going to try to uh, pickpocket Jenkins to get the walkie talk or the the Rocky talkie if I can, unless it's like in his hands. Perception fifteen. Perception. I'm kind of okay yeah. at that. I I don't know. Would it be in my hands? Because I did use it to like talk to Magnolia before I. Yeah, before as I was I saying, it, I was like, wait arrow. a. As I was saying it, I was like, wait, I think he was literally just talking to them, so I don't know if that's going to work. Uh, then we'll do a, another dexterity contest. 
I'll rip this shit out your hands. Um, may I argue that I have disadvantage on this since I was using my hands to hold it and also use my bow? Sometimes you are a DM stream. Yes, go for it. Actually, a lot of the times you're a DM dream. What am I saying? You you let me cause this chaos. Go for it. Uh, eight. Uh, mine was a twenty. Oh no, wait. Mine was no. Mine was a yeah, yeah, a twenty. Okay. What do you say as you take this rocky talkie? What are you saying to Magnolia? Uh, I hold it close to my face and I just go for the good of the cause. <laughs> And you see her already pulling out a second crossbow. <laughs> and she says, Yeah, that little turd already pissed me off. With with this talk of bolts and arrow. Like, who who is even like that? Please, you would be doing me an honor of letting me fire another. And would we consider this another surprise attack? Or It's up to you, Jenkins. Sneak attack. Yeah. I, I'm I'm fine with it being a sneak attack because a like combination of me like disarming a crossbow, getting the rocky talkie snatched out of my hands, yeah, I I'm I'm down with it. I'm about to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to kill you. I swear. Twenty five hit. Like, sounds like I'm trying to kill me. Uh, that hits. And that's gonna be twenty six damage. Oh boy. Thank God for the nine points of healing. <laughs> for the cause. For the cause. For the cause. Uh, and a flashback to uh, about three minutes ago. Uh, Jenkins is once again writhing on the ground, except this time there's significantly more blood. <laughs> Mom! Can we get an update from Durgan on uh, the Jenkins scenario? Well, Tom, I really can't believe what I'm seeing. This really has just been a, a fantastic altercation that has taken place. Uh, it looks like that the uh, gentleman is in even more pain now, but him, him and his friends fighting for this cause have truly inspired me. I actually have a character sheet, and for your next turn, you all get bardic inspiration. Hey! Hey! So, yep. We worked that out. And uh, next we have Nana. Oh. Um, I think I think it might be time to kick off the riot. And the uh, elven metal band is just going hard behind you all. Oh, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Can I... I want to run over to the stage, grab one of the mics, and yell that the elves are under attack and we need to defend ourselves and try to get the crowd even more riled up on our side and make uh, it like super clear it's a defense. That's why we're we're rioting and attacking is defense. Give me a charisma check with advantage. Uh, uh, uh. Go need that advantage. Oh, bless. 19. Uh, you see Tiffany from episode two, the waitress from the Quivering Tindy, like just whistle really loud. And like two parties of adventurers show up, and she says, 
they my regulars. And uh, Tiffany just breaks out a bottle, sticks some cloth in it, and like kind of hovers over it so the cloth doesn't get wet and lights it. And she has a Molotov ready to go. And as this is going on, you see the two mechs start to approach the front lines. We're on to Byron. Um, seeing the mechs start to move, Byron's going to say they're uh, they're bringing out the they're bringing up the 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 crowd dispersal mechs, uh, and then he'll uh, like try to lead a charge, try to get everybody riled up and charge after him. Persuasion with advantage. That's uh, a twenty-two, a crit, and another twenty-two crit. Okay, so not only are the elves getting into this, but so are, like, random townspeople that were just, like, kind of watching from the side and from their homes. They start leaving their homes and joining the crowd with makeshift weapons. You you see, like, this wealthy dwarf with a sock just filled with gold coins, and he's swinging it around and, like, tapping it on his hand, just getting ready to get in there and just fuck shit up uh you also see like this gnome with improv like just tinkered weapons they're non-lethal like trank darts uh all kinds of shit ready to just get in there and help you out and you see tiffany's regulars and they all look at each other they're like we're using the blunt sides for our weapons but let's get in there and end this and they're just fired up, too. And we move on to Ganja. Uh, Ganja, you see this crowd moving forward to the front lines with... And Ted looks over at you and... Uh, you, you you want me to, like, leave, leave the Shiro card here, boss? Uh, I, I can... Should I use it as a weapon? Or do, do I break oh, a handle off? I'd use it as a bit of everything. That sounds uh, like a good plan. Should, should uh, I just plow through the car, car uh, crowd? I mean, turn up the uh, turn up the heat on it and everything. Turn the gas as high as you can, and uh, let's just light that son of a bitch on fire and throw it through the crowd. Um, but first, let me let me uh, help out my friends here. Uh, he rubs his hands together and pushes them forward uh, and casts fog cloud at fourth level. At the uh, the big titty mech guard. So at fourth level, uh, fourth level, uh, for the so fog cloud with one action, 120 foot range. Uh, you create a 20 foot uh, radius sphere of fog centered on a point within range, which the mech guards are going to be. Uh, the sphere spreads around the corners and the area is heavily obscured. Uh, it lasts for the duration or until uh, a wind of moderate or greater uh, speed, 10 miles an hour. Uh, disperses it. Uh, at higher levels, when you cast a spell during uh, using a spell slot of second or higher, uh, the radius of the fog increases by 20 feet for each slot above first. So there is a 40-foot uh, severe of fog around the guards. So they can't see shit. Oh, sorry, no. It's a 60-foot sphere. Hot damn. So with that, the two mechs are going to fire two beams for two like hydro pumps straight forward into the crowd. Uh, 
And I'm going to need everyone to make a dexterity check. DC 15. Dex. <laughs> Is it a check or a save? Save, sorry. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, that's good. That's I'm going to regret saying this, but I did just get shot and <laughs> flopped on the ground like a fish. Why do you keep doing this to yourself? I'm going to use my inspiration because uh, that was only it's for the well. story. <laughs> What's my inspiration going to be with? Uh, D10. Yeah, t- level 10 bard, bro. Uh, that's going to be 17. I got a six, so yeah. I feel like Nana's probably hopping back off the stage when this happens or something. Do I have disadvantage, or am I, or are we saying no? <laughs> uh, that's up to you. If you want to take the disadvantage, I'll let you. I'm Remember, so afraid you all... of, getting, of dying. <laughs> you do all have the bardic inspiration if you want to use it. Oh, that's right. That's not okay. going to help me. I'm going to use my inspiration right now to say no to disadvantage. No. Okay. But I, I will spin my inspiration for it. So I have a 25. All right, I just need to know everyone that made below a 15. Hey! I'm inspired, so I'm good. It's it's just me. All right, so Nana, you take 13 damage, and you were pushed back 10 feet uh, with these just blasts of water for the crowd dispersal. And you notice that a lot of the elves were getting pushed back, but that's just making them even rowdier right now. Uh, real quick, Bennett shouts, Nana, they're attacking my grandma! Yes! <laughs> and you you hear uh, one of the dwarves from earlier like coming out of the alley, they're attacking someone's grandma? Man, we're gonna do something about that. Yeah. I love this! It, it's great that those uh, two cops were able to listen and, you know, just left on their own you know, sometimes if you talk to people like they're people, everybody can sit down and understand each other. Yeah, some people just kind of forget that. Yeah. But uh, now, now let's go time. kick. No, yeah, you're right. Now let's go kick the ass of that guy that's talking about somebody's grandma. <laughs> and we cut over. Uh, that was Gondor's turn, right? Uh, yeah, he cast fog, uh, fog clouds, so they're obscured unless wind. But wind is not water, so up to you. Uh, no, uh, water is not wind, so that's not going to disperse anything. Hell yeah. But we cut over to Durgan with his penultimate news report on this. Or, no, so no, no. Bring up. there's probably another report at the end where we summarize everything, but let's go with this one. Chris, I need you to bring those cameras up as high as you can. Tom, you are not going to believe this. It is absolute pandemonium. Blows have come to blows. The elves have taken to fighting back against the guardsmen. The guardsmen have released their uh, crowd-dispersing mechs. There is a large cloud of fog or smoke that is currently covering them. On top of that, the churro cart that was close to the guard line has exploded. I repeat, it has exploded. We have no idea what has caused the explosion at this time. And as well, it appears that there is a third twin that now makes triplets. There is another gentleman that apparently goes by the name of Jenkins that is now taken to the crowd. It is unbelievable what is happening out here. We are retreating to safety for the time being. We're going to have cameras up in the sky. It is hey, It is just hey, absolutely hey, crazy. Hey, uh, hey, hey. Oh, Katie. Katie. It's Katie Goodberry, everybody. One of my... Uh, 
my reporter colleagues with Channel 8. Hey, Katie, what are you doing here? Y'all thought you thought you could leave me out of this news report? I'm Katie fucking Goodberry. I'm a sweetheart. Yeah, Katie, please, we're, we're on TV right now. You can't cuss like that. No, no, no. Fuck you, Durgan. Are you drunk again? A little bit. Jesus Christ, Katie. This was supposed to be my... We talked report. about this. This is what the AA meetings were for. This is my moment, and you took it from me. Your moment left the moment you walked off the job with your drunk ass about six months ago, okay? We've already talked about this. You want, Cut to commercial. Chris, cut to commercial. Katie, you're coming with me. Come on. The fairies have abandoned me for the demon lord, and now you're abandoning me. We'll be back with you later, Tom. Chris, get me some water. I thought this was a news team. There's this no was me team. Maybe there is a me and team. Jesus Christ, Katie. And we cut back to initiative with Jenkins. And yes, I, I did roll uh, three surges for that. But um, again, writhing in pain on the ground, calling out for his mother. Uh, oh, I Jenkins. forgot. Uh, I'm going to need everyone to make a constitution saving throw of 12. Because cinnamon has exploded into the air with the explosion of the churro card. Delicious. Oh, that's some spicy cinnamon, apparently. Oof. 19. Wanna... 19. Wait, you got an 18. On this? Go for it. Oh, wait. Right. We have inspiration. <laughs> that was a D10. Yep. Now's as good a time as any okay. to roll shit. Uh, that's plus five, so I got a 15. <laughs> oh, God. Do I have anything else to benefit me? Uh, Would this be poison? No, those, those are just cinnamon blinding you. If you're white enough, cinnamon's spicy enough to Then it is rather Caucasian. You know what? I'll give that one to you. Come on, man. Stout resilience like never fucking comes in for <laughs> for halflings. Use it. There we go. And now that I already used my uh inspiration, I'm only at a 14, so I still failed. Good times. <laughs> okay, so I accept this loss. So Bennett, oh, you, you were... worked so hard for that. <laughs> I worked so hard. Bennett, you were blinded. Uh, did we get everyone's check? 15. 19. 19. Byron? I already told you. I got an 18. Oh, okay. Alright, so uh, Bennett is the only one that's blinded, and we cut to Jenkins' turn. Uh, Bennett does shout, Ah, my eyes! <laughs> okay, so... Uh, again, writhing in pain, crying out for mother. Um, uh, Jenkins is going to uh, this time focus on like how he eased his pain last time. So he's actually going to focus on it and try to re recreate it as best as he can. Uh, so now I'm going to use a second level spell slot of casting cure wounds on myself. And heal for 13. Okay. Uh, do you want to do anything else with this turn? Uh, no, because it is, it is going to be healing myself and then just, like, trying to process the confusion around me as there's, like, I can't see the cops anymore. There's water everywhere. I'm in pain. There was metal music, and now... I thought I'm trying to figure out if it was a mosh pit or worse. It, it's 
Jenkins is going through a lot right now. So in between these turns, I'm going to paint a picture for you. The uh, captain of the town guard, uh, Chad, looks at the Blue Mountain Crush Gatorade, or Elf Aid, on the ground. And he says to himself, it's their final message. And he unscrews the cap. And I I want everyone to roll a perception check real quick. Uh, I just need to know who gets above a 16. I did. 23. 24. I got a... I got an 8. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. Alright, what about Jenkins? 18. So those of you that got above... Uh, 16 or above, hear and see this. And you also see the cooler of Elf Aid sitting in your area. And... This captain begins to drink the elf aid, and we cut to uh, Bennett's turn. Bennett was only able to hear it; he couldn't see it. Uh, yeah, Bennett's just gonna try to like get this cinnamon out of his eyes um, as best he can, because that's that's really all I can do, I guess. Hey, guess what? Nana put water bottles. In- uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to like blind. I'm gonna it shout is. like water bottle, water. It is also still downpouring, and there was water being shot at you. Yeah. I'm, I'm reaching out for water bottles as I have my head tilted, like, straight up in the air, trying to, like, cash in on this rain, and hoping that, like, hoping that, like, Nana didn't make a big enough poncho cloud cover above me to block this blessed rain. Roll a straight luck d20 for me. <laughs> Hey, I I am, okay, I am, as a halfling, I do have Lucky, which really only applies to rolling ones, but... You know what? That's a 12. Uh, 12, that's above a 10. So uh, Tiffany, the waitress, walks over, and she starts to pour water over your eyes, and uh, pats you on the shoulder, and, you know, she thanks you... And Nana for the gracious tip that Nana gave her that allowed her to take a two-day vacation because she spent it all in two days. Could have lasted for like a two-week vacation. Hey, she enjoyed her time. And then, uh, and also, oh my God, thank you, thank you. Uh, oh, trying to oh, like yeah, blink it yeah. out. I, I did some real buck wild shit on that vacation, so it only lasts me two days. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, keep pouring. All right. All right, but but thank y'all. And now we cut to Nana. Oh, boy. Um, can I make it over to the mechs? Uh, you sure can. Okay, I remembered I have rope with me, so um, I'm going to do a maneuver. Uh, you remember the AT-ATs in uh, Star Wars? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to basically tangle them up like that. Um, I would like to try to... Um, Trip them up with this rope and try to rip fucking useless. Oh yeah, and you just feel um, like you can take on the entire empire by yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, okay, what kind of check should we give you for that? Um, well, I would also, if I could, I would like to rage and then argue with the strength check. We'll give you would be... athletics. 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 Okay. Yeah. Now, are you trying to take one or two out? I'm not. I'm gonna see how it goes with one first. Both is the goal, but if it happens, is a whole other thing. Um, uh, I mean, you're about 
like they tower slightly over you, not not by much. So, uh, should we call that a DC fifteen? Um. Well, if we're going with athletics, um, even without raging, I got an eighteen, and I would like to argue also that I have powerful build as a Goliath, so I count as one size larger when determining your carrying capacity and the weight you can push, drag, or lift. So, okay. Fuck so this mech in particular. Th- that that would be lower to a DC twelve then, and yeah, fuck that mech. Um. Yeah. So I'm I'm basically uh gonna um tie up its legs and tangle up the rope probably pretty good i don't think nana has a lot of like lassoing rodeoing rope experience of any kind whatsoever so i think it's it's probably not going to be graceful or look cool it's Um, enough to take it down yeah and she's gonna like tug it and just knock it the fuck over and make sure um it's not getting back up because she's gonna tangle up the ropes. I mean, they're real top heavy if you catch my drift. <laughs> so before we get to uh, Byron's turn, you see the captain just start chugging that Blue Mountain Crush uh, Elf Aid, and he doubles in size. The spell enlarge oh, has been cast God. on him, and he looks at you all and says, "Soon we will settle this one on one." Send me your best champion. But you can send your best champion after uh, Durgan gives his final report. But first, we're going on to Byron. Also, uh, you you do have... I'll, I'll give you a turn to uh, look for things before you... Like, you'll, you'll all have free range to look for something before you take on this uh, champion. Because he chugged... I feel like I'm giving away too much information. Was it a... Uh... Potion of enlarge reduce. So uh, we go over to Byron. Uh, so they've already raised the challenge to send our best warrior. Yeah, but y- you all have time to discuss and figure this out. Okay, uh, I guess at I'll, the uh, at the end of this round, I'll give you all a chance to discuss and figure this out. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know what else. Like, mm, I don't really have. Anything to do? There's also a third Jenkins. Uh, wait, a third Jenkins? Yeah, what that was that part happen? of the uh, news report. A third oh, Jenkins fuck. has shown up. Someone who was claiming to be Jenkins has shown up to the elven side. All right, well, I'm going to use the best spell, counter spell, to try to dis- diffuse that and, and uh, show that person for who they are. Uh, so you cast Counterspell and nothing happens. It's just an elf that kind of looks like Jenkins and and has, uh, been riding or piggybacking off of Jenkins. This is the most disappointing. I'm just in it for the cosplay, I swear. Uh, okay, so having, having failed that, um, I guess just the three Jenkins, there's a three Jenkins standoff. Uh, and so Byron will be like, so is, is one of us gonna be the champ, the, the champ, champion Jenkins? How is that? How is this going to work? Well, it's not going to be me. I just kind of look like the guy. I just wanted to get E-famous. I didn't actually think I'd have to do anything. Okay. Well, one, you're a piece of shit for showing up for clout. Uh, two. Oh, 
Yeah, well, you, I mean, you kind of deserved it, dude. You're right. Okay. Well, all right. Um, I guess, you know, if you want to, if you like, or get, you know, if you actually want to be a part of the movement, that's, that's cool. But if not, like, I mean, we're just kind of janking up the place, you know? Yeah, we are janking up the place. (laughs) 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 Please do. Please, please do not. I ironically made myself giggle. <laughs> so, somewhere in there, you can just hear Jenkins moaning in pain. <laughs> I was going to ask if you wanted to throw some Foley into that. Into that little stew that we made. <laughs> All right, Ganja, it's on you. Ganja, what should Ganja do? Because, like, shit's about to go down. And, yeah, he's just going to wild shape into his big scary form, not into a, in a cool dinosaur. Uh, he's just going to be scary because he can't dinosaurs can be scary. Like, dinosaurs can be scary, but he because he doesn't uh, he doesn't have a scary enough dinosaur. Uh, but he's going to amass all of, uh, all of his spores and uh, paraphernalias and weeds and everything and get all big and grumpy and scary looking um, and just let out a very bestial roar uh, as he joins the charge uh, running forward in a scary way. Well, ladies and gentlemen, things are definitely not getting any better, but it looks like one of those uh, guardsmen is drinking Elf Aid, which just happens to be one of our sponsors today. Remember, always drink Elf Aid. We are sponsored by Elf Aid. It is the Elven Thirst Obliterator. Warning, side effects may include heart sudden heart stoppage, gigantism, and or exploding head syndrome. And with that uh, final ad report, I will let you all decide who your champion is and how you're going to go about this. Uh, there's still a cooler on your side of the battlefield. How how scary of a dino is Ganja going with? Um, Not scary dino. He's going with his, uh, his kind of like venom form where he just becomes big and kind of bulky and gross. Hmm. Okay. The symbiotic entity uh, goes over him. He gets 20 temporary extra hit points and double damage dice for the Halo spores. Yeah, 1d6 Um, additional necrotic damage when you hit a melee weapon. Got beefy AF. Mm-hmm. I took damage earlier, so I'm down to 42 out of 55 HP. So is Gamja going to be beefier than me? Uh, he's sitting pretty at, let's see, 66 HP, 20 of the temporary. I, I, I wish I had those HP numbers right now. <laughs> I think uh, Gamja might be our Ganja, champion. Gamja might be it. So, so this is going to come down to a single roll. It'll be athletics versus athletics. Uh, oh, again, fuck. you pick your champion, <laughs> and there's still that cooler on your side, and there are various other things you can do to like increase your odds. Guys, I think we should drink some Elf Aid. That, and I would also like to try to take the Rocky Talkie from whoever has it, and... Um, I want to ask if our allies, Magnolia or anyone else, have any kind of weapons that would help Ganja intuition or items or just anything, literally anything. 
Magnolia pipes in and says, well, I can shoot the guy if you want. It's not necessarily honorable, but nothing I've done today has been honorable, so I'm down. That is that is definitely a cheap shot. Um, I guess the media is no longer covering this, though, right? Uh, they're hiding in a bunker at the moment. They they are going to come out and do final coverage after this. There's still cameras floating around, but uh, Durgan is hiding. Ah! Uh, I might be the world's greatest news reporter, but I can't report the news if I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. Um. True. Hold off on any cheap shots for now, but lock and load just in case. All right. You you want me to shoot him in the junk? Listen, we're going for long-term results. Cheap shots might get something done now and here, but later it's going to look real bad. Uh, all right. You want me to shoot Jenkins again? Yes. Uh, <laughs> lock and load, but hold. Uh, before anything else happens, with uh, Durgan watching from the bunker with his binoculars, he does secretly give out one more bardic inspiration to the party, seeing the work that they're putting in. Hell yeah. Jenkins is gonna die! What is the, what is the dice yeah. number for your bardic inspiration? D10. 1d10. Alright, so, uh, what are you guys planning? I guess... We're gonna have to uh, send in Ganja. I guess Ganja? Jenkins is happy with anyone but him. We're not gonna <laughs> send in fucking Jenkins. I don't know if we send in Jenkins. I think that'd be pretty fucking rad. Just it throw him in there. He's already fucked up. No, Jenkins wants his mom. That's, that's <laughs> all he wants. I don't know. Maybe Deuce, maybe. You, you uh, can we get some Deuce? You see one of the elves pick up one of the uh, red elf aids and drink it. And then they stop for a second and they're like, oh man, I heard this weird explosion in my head. Does his head explode? No, it doesn't explode. Hmm. You gonna be alright, little guy? Oh, oh yeah, no, I'm fine. It, it, it was just this weird noise. I think we should investigate that part, but I don't know how. Wait, what color was the Elfade? Uh, it was red. Red? Yeah, that that was the red one. But the I know the okay. commercial is the green one's best flavor. It's true. Uh, in okay. the container, you only see red and blue. Yes. Damn it. I think the blue might cause sudden heart stoppage. <laughs> I was hoping that we had a green that maybe causes gigantism. If you want to roll a if you want to roll a history check, you can. It's gonna be a okay. DC uh we're we're gonna call it ten. That sucks, because I only got a 7. Got a 12. 12. Uh, you remember one of the undercover cops throwing a blue mountain crush. And Nana stopped it, but it rolled behind enemy lines. And you remember the guard captain saying their final message before drinking the blue mountain crush. Oh, the blue mountain crush makes you giant. And green causes sudden heart stoppage. Maybe. There's more flavors than red, blue, and green. Yeah, but are there yeah. good flavors other than red, yeah, blue, and are green? Good no, 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 no. I could drink the blue. I could be even bigger, Ganja. I'm already kind of a big boy, but I can be more bigger boy. It does sound like a, a, a good tactic if we're going into one-on-one -on -one combat. Uh, you want to be the biggest boy you can be. on his chest. 
Alright, plug her in. <laughs> Byron Byron will screw a bottle of uh of Elfade in, into the cavity in Ganja's chest. And Ganja suddenly doubles in size. And yeah. Captain Chad walks to the center of the square and he's oh, ready to square up with you. He flexes and just waits. It's going to be an athletic check contest. Oh boy, I have a negative one. This should be great. So, here we go. Uh, how big is Ganja in regular form? Uh, in his normal form, he's probably about six feet tall. Uh, in his, uh, his four form, he probably puts on an extra foot or so. Uh, right. So if he's doubling in size, he's about 14 feet tall. Ganja, add a D4 to your roll. Okay. Uh, that was uh, 18 to start. That's a dirty 20. Uh, well, that was a 7 on the D20. So the two of you are going at it, and Ganja, <laughs> tell me how you finish oh, this fight. <laughs> oh, goody, goody. Uh, are, are you going for lethal or non-lethal? Oh. Oh, come on. All right. I'll do non-lethal, but what winds up happening is Ganja makes a big-ass tree arm and just pounds him straight on the head into the ground. And he drops, and the town's guard looks around and starts to panic, and the elves are looking at the rest of the party, waiting for what they should do. Um, it's not working. It's too late. <laughs> Byron is gonna, like in the, in the moments of silence, gonna then be like, charge, and we're gonna and try to lead everybody to uh, like overrunning the guards. All right. So uh, the elves start charging. What what is the rest of the party doing? Uh, Ganja lets out just this disgustingly growly guttural roar. Uh, and just continue smashing into the crowd, uh, going for the uh, big titty mix. Yeah, Drew. Drew. Uh huh. Oh, sorry. This that's my dog. <laughs> so this this dog foley in the background. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> so at this point, you see elves like taking on Towns Guard and just. Knocking them unconscious and restraining them. And what what are you all doing? Um, I think Nana is going to try to take care of the other mech. Because um, I think that's going to do the match to our side and um, get out of here. with Athletics check. Uh, we knocked it down to a DC 12 for you, right? Yeah, that's a 15. Okay, you take out the other mech. Uh, and more and more elves start restraining Towns Guard members. And... You start to see that the elves and the pride members outnumber the town's guard. And again, they, they're all just going for the knockout and restrain. And slowly, elves start taking over the city in the most nonviolent way they can. But, you know, if they have to knock someone out, they will. And with that, we cut over to Durgan's final report. <clears throat>
Alright, we are now back out of the bunker as it seems things are starting to calm down. It appears that most of the town guardsmen have been subdued at this point. Uh, Tom, I just, I can't believe what I've witnessed here tonight. Surely this cannot be what the elves were expecting going into this protest. It has been absolute chaos from start to finish. Oh God, Katie, yes, yes, Katie, hello. They're doing great things out there, and I just want to say I'm proud of the Elven folk. I am too. They they've taken a very big step towards their freedom from the uh, the, the the civil. I I can't even think anymore. God, I need a cigarette. Jesus. Oh, Katie, Katie, we we need to go. We need to go home, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. If you are still watching this from your homes, please stay in your homes tonight. This has been an incredibly historic moment, but nobody can say whether or not this is going to be a positive thing going into the future. But I do hope that that one little band of heroes that we've seen popping up all day and all night as this has gone on continues to fight the good fight in the future. Also, did that one guy grow like twice his size? What was that about? And players, you see Katie give Durgan a cigarette, and she also pulls out a cigarette, which is comically huge for her. And she lights the two cigarettes, and the two begin to walk off into the sunset with Chris, the camera guy. Nana's gonna go bum a cigarette off of them later. <laughs> later. And, uh, it appears that the town of New Horizon is starting to fall under elven control. What happens here, we'll find out in the future, but any last words from the players? I got my riot. <laughs> Six Emperor Tyrannus. <laughs> uh, what and... the fuck was that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> things went uh, just as off the rails as we could have hoped. Sorry about uh, all the dog food. I, I hate how much I wanted to enjoy the narrative and that for me to enjoy it, I had to keep giving myself disadvantage. <laughs> I dropped down to 7 HP. Oh my god. It and that was... Jeez. What a that fucking was after Chad. I healed by 9. So if I didn't heal by 9, I would have been downed. Andrew, you have not played a single character that I have not been to... <laughs> every time you take damage, I just get so happy. She's just like, I yes. Not you as a person. I really, wanted, I really wanted at some point to be able to make fun of the name Jenkins. I couldn't figure out how to work it into anything I said, but just just understand, I wanted to rag on you the entire time. Excellent. <laughs> Could have gone I, with something like calling him Jerkins. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Jay, before we go with our usual outro, do you have anything you want to plug or anyone you want to hype up out there? Uh, sure. Um, so again, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I like to do a little bit of Twitch script, uh, Twitch streaming at a uh, rush nine one eight. Uh, you'll catch me every now and then. Uh, also check out my buddy, uh, at ducky, please. That's a uh, D U C K I E P L Z. He's a big fighting game guy like myself. And I guest appear on his stream sometimes, <laughs> but, um, beyond that, that that's all I got. Just thank you so much for having me on. Glad I could be a part of this. Jay, you you know you're gonna have to come back as a news reporter, right? I, I anytime. <laughs> that was uh, really good. That was my favorite part. Was that that was, was also my favorite Jay. part. It was pretty great.
All right, Andrew, hit us with that sweet, sweet outro. All right. Uh, and as far as us here at Crits and Grits, please feel free to reach out to us at critsandgrits at gmail.com or on any of the social media like Facebook and Twitter. And uh, did we have a question for this week? Uh, yes. For the characters of uh, New IP, what item would you bring with you to a deserted island? One item. Oh, boy. Uh, I will ask the questions <laughs> uh, for the new IP characters in the order of Discord for me. So, Ganja, what item would you have on a deserted island? Uh, I think uh, I would definitely herbal supplements, supplement my herbacity, uh, and make this island experience mundane, if you catch my meaning. He means drugs. That's what he means. He means Living up to the name. <laughs> oh my god, wait. Is Ganja a drug reference? Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Wait, does that mean weed? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Byron. Byron, what would you have on a deserted island? I think Byron would bring Neko, because it's his new, it's his best friend. His new best friend. That's so wholesome. Uh, while you're playing with your real life best friend. <laughs> yeah. Wait, like, what are you talking I mean, about? I'm not in Texas. Oh, oh no. No, no, dog is oh. man's best friend. Sorry, oh. Harry. <laughs> oh, well, uh. I made myself sad. I'm sorry. You're still my <laughs> best rest, friend. Scrub. My best non-significant other people friend. Get wrecked. All right, uh, Nana, what would Nana have on a deserted island? Obviously, I'd bring a fucking satellite phone so I can call for help and get the fuck off the island. Why the fuck would I want to be on an island? There ain't no cigarettes there, none of my family, nothing. Nah, I'd just be trying to get the fuck off. God. <laughs> uh, spot on. All right, and uh, Bennett. Uh, I'd... Probably get some kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, like a scroll of teleportation or uh, like a wish. Something that gives me wishes, like a genie's lamp. Is that a thing? Uh, to to get me off of the island, because I, I would not want to be there. Wait, wait. like I didn't even stop to consider uh, with the question if we're answering it <laughs> as far as like within the realm of the new IP or like how... I like how the character would think of it in IRL because that's where we were before we got isekai Yeah, oh boy. I mean, you got uh, two worlds. Oh boy, that that's too much. That's too much flexibility to make Jenkins' brain work. Well, um, I'll, I'll give you a second to think about this. What about dirt? No, no, because no, uh, with, with as far as with Jenkins, it would be um, with him first. It would be how. I wouldn't have to bring anything with me because of my uh, a show that I did watch a good bit of, uh, Bear Grylls. Um, anyone that is well-versed in the art of survival would be able to thrive on a deserted island The thanks to the ocean, and, uh, and that rant will continue on for about two hours. And uh, what about Durgan? I would only bring one thing with me no matter what anyway. 
And that would be a camera to document my life as I live on the island, whether I live or die, so that the other people of the world may understand my strife and may learn from the experience that I had. Jesus Christ, Jay, what are you doing on this podcast? You're too good for us. It's a voice like you doing in a podcast like this, Jay. (laughs) Andrew, hit us with that outro. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, Who did we have to thank for our question this week? Uh, It was Cameron again. Hi, thank thank you so much, Cameron. And if you enjoyed the questions, reach out to us, critsandgrits at gmail.com. And a special shout out to our other friends who have helped us out so much. Our good buddy Tithus at twitch.tv forward slash Tithus. Our friend Jess, who you can follow at twitch.tv forward slash Jess Panda, as well as the Momocon social medias. And our favorite sub DM, which is Kyler, who you can follow at YouTube at Fishing After Five. And our friend Becky, who you can follow at Sugar Puns, twitch.tv forward slash Sugar Puns. And of course, everyone give a jumbled thank you for listening. Well, Very actually, good. no, not every, not everyone, not everyone. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Who, yeah, thank you. Yeah, y'all, y'all, we're, we're all getting snubbed. You know what, Jay, we love you. So you, you say you good night and thank you for listening to us. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, friends of all kinds, thank you so much for listening to Crits and Grits, new IP. God, that's so good. Oh, Mic drop.